Welcome to Hell with your hosts. <laughs> I'm Del. I'm Tony. I am Verity. Uh, and somehow we are gathered together to talk about fan fiction. I think that the relation of like hell to fan fiction is through trash because we are <laughs> garbage people for liking this, which is not even like a shame thing. It's like something that I think fan fiction lovers, readers, and writers have totally embraced. And it's something that just like pervades the mm-hmm. vocabulary. Uh, I mean, because it can be like fan fiction writing can be excellent and literary and beautiful and deep, but it doesn't have to be. And that's not really what we come to it for. We love the trash and we are part of the trash. Like I I was, I was thinking about this the other day, but like, I mean, there's a, the Yuletide Mm -hmm. um, collection Mm -hmm. every year. And it's like, there's a lot of amazing, like rare pair, rare fandom things. Like there's like always like some really, really good artistic, like Jeeves Mm -hmm. and Worcester, like fan fiction (laughs) um, in Yuletide. But I did not find Yuletide because of that. I found Yuletide because of that fucking like Care Bear rape rack fic from like 2005. uh, Somewhere (laughs) out there on my hard drive, I was never able to get permission from the author, but I have recorded an entire pod fic of that fic and I frequently do readings of it at parties. (laughs) Get it! Wow, Verity, I fucking get a love drink to me, so and you two can have the entirety of Rape Rack of Carolot read aloud, or whatever that's. Oh, it's Slave Bear of Carolot. <laughs> anyway, it's a classic. <laughs> it is. God. Speaking of formative fiction, <laughs> Slave Bear of Carolot yeah. is totally up there. So, like for me, whenever I say "Welcome to Hell," it has like two meanings. So, like, uh, so I remember when I was getting my friend, uh, Pine Tree Lady into, um, we're, we're, I was, I was dragging her specifically into hockey rare pairs and she, and she was like, no, no, (laughs) not another OTP. This was Phil Kessel, Tyler Bozak, by the way. Um, yes. And I was like, there's only oh, like 55 yes. fix. It won't destroy you. And she's like, it all destroys me. And I, I honestly feel like, like the hellishness is two aspects for me. And one of them is the exquisite pain of when you just love something so much that it, it, it is physically painful to you because you can feel the emotions going through your body. Like, just, yeah. That is poetry. Mm. Like, and the and so other part of being in hell, which is also very important, is once you have, like, uh, you know the thing where you've read all your good in the, the fic, in all the good fic in your fandom, and then as, like, lower standards, try again. It's being mm. nothing. Will- <laughs> yeah. That's like me oh, whenever I go through same. like the ABO tag on AO3. Same. And, uh, just- and but like the, the first, you will never recapture the joy of your first few months in a fandom where you could just go through Reckless and everything was good, but you'll al- always be jonesing for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's basically like chasing the dragon. Like mm. you're you're never gonna recapture that high. I like okay. So I've been in um, the the hell I've been in. Oh, that's lately a good has been one. Sydney Crosby, uh, Claude Giroux. <laughs> it's so good. Like I usually hate like enemies to lovers, but it's like it's, how. I don't know. Yes, you're I'm, right. All right, all right. I'm a because I have garbage yeah. taste, clearly. But yeah, I won't. I won't yuck your yum. I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, welcome, welcome to hell for me is like something that I always say whenever I'm getting somebody into something that just like completely just like permeates mm-hmm. my entire being yes. and weighs me down to the bottom <laughs> of like a feelings ocean, <laughs> like. I, it's just like and it's just like my excitement to like not be suffering by myself where I'm like welcome to hell welcome to hell like I'm so excited <laughs> to have you here drowning <laughs> with me we decided before we were fighting with recording equipment for 45 minutes that we would start by reading Incredible oh, yeah. summaries, incredible in so many different ways. Yes, I have I have a long one and I have a short one. Which do you want to hear first? Uh, you should do the short one first. Okay. 
All right, this is a Teen Wolf fic. Here's the summary. <laughs> Styles isn't as human as he appears. Tired of Styles sneaking out and lying to him, Sheriff Flinsky calls him the one person he knows can wrangle the unruly teen. The one man Styles would never dare to disobey. His grandfather, Inutai Shonosa Shomaru. <laughs> I just like the concept of a like plot <laughs> twist Inuyasha crossover fic with Teen Wolf. That's beautiful. You know, that like, is I, 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 white for some styles. reason, like I was just <laughs> laughing already, just like, like <laughs> at the first word, but yeah. <laughs> that was that was incredible and I could not I, I could not ever have anticipated the way it ended from the way it started. <laughs> Oh my god! That's why I didn't want to spoil it for you guys. Um, I, so I, I I don't bookmark things, which is an error on my part. Um, but the other day I was going through because I've just been like fucking inhaling hockey RPF recently, and I was going through this one author's um, thing, and um, and like there was this one fic that was just like Sigino water sports, and I was like, boom, money. And I clicked on it and I started reading it. And I realized halfway through that, like, before I had ever gotten into hockey RPF, that I'd already read it just because I was like, like <laughs> going through the water sports tag sorted by kudos and it was on there. I was oh like, my God. And I was like, God, I'm like, uh, such yeah, a I'm trashy piece not of shit. The only person who does I that. mean, I'm, I'm also a trashy piece of shit. Also, was, were you going through Snickfix stuff? Hell yeah, I was. Yes! <laughs> so good. Dude, she, she wrote that sweet, sweet monster <laughs> fucking babies. And it was so, like, 100% my brand. Okay, okay so I went into, I went into my Fickrigs tag on <laughs> Tumblr. And I found a summary summary for one of my favorite fics of all time. Um, and you guys are going to hate this. Um, and it's for a fic called Reanimated, which is um, Supernatural RPF. Um, in which, I love it. In which Jared... Okay, are you ready? In uh, which Jared manages I real estate in it. heaven and Jensen works as hell's attorney in death trials. Extreme ambiguity and a distinct lack of beer push Jared to accept a different kind of job in a hotter, more southern locale. The boys meet, hijinks and grocery stealing in hell ensue, featuring saints on book tours, love on trial, afterlife bureaucracy, and sin. Surprisingly, not as crap oh as it sounds. Oh my god. I know, this actually sounds amazing. Oh, I love it. The the um, and also for some reason, like, um, well, I think it's just because like with supernatural RPF, like there was just always this, um, especially because like in the first few seasons of supernatural, there were like no consistent women on the show. So people were like, people were like, uh, who else in like the WB slash CW is like a female and like, we'll like randomly throw them into the story. So, um, it has um 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 what's her face Veronica Mars <laughs> my favorite yeah God. <laughs> wait that does sound excellent I mean okay so I'm looking at the other um, recs on this one list and it's all just like AU recs that I had made like what what is this like five years ago um but one of them is magnetic yes. waves uh tie neck and round your neck Cherie, where <laughs> just the Styles has been a teapot I for three thousand three hundred days so much. <laughs> It, it is a beauty and the beast AU, yes. Of like, like, it has nothing to do with like the beauty and the beast element of beauty and the beast. It's all about like yes. being an enchanted servant. This, 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 <laughs> yeah, this is, this is teapot wheelbarrow <laughs> slash. That's what fan fiction's really about. Yes. It's so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's excellent. Okay. Okay, okay. I, I, I have a long one. But that's worth it. I think it's worth it. All right, so here we go. Years have passed since Steve Rogers arose from the ice. In that time, he'd reluctantly joined a team of superheroes, found Bucky again, and after a lengthy process of clearing the, most, uh, the longest-serving prisoner of war's name, married him at long last. The one thing that had not occurred was a single story written about him that was true. Something that was about to change when S.H.I.E.L.D. proposed a biography be written with input from Steve to ensure the truth is told. Enter Chris Evans, historical writer. 
and oh long life, lifelong admirer of the good captain. Steve was not prepared for the man who bore a striking resemblance to himself, much less Chris's boyfriend, Sebastian, <laughs> who had an uncanny likeness to Bucky. More, Steve had in no way anticipated the feelings <laughs> oh for the other god. man that developed over the course of telling his story. Yes. Prompted the oh question, my god. Could oh such my god. an unlikely foursome become something more than any I had like ever expected? I cry right now. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I found one. The hills are a werewolf pack of magical racehorse ranchers who breed, raise, train, and race every magical horse right imaginable. <laughs> When, on one last hurrah before college, Scott, Stiles, and Allison happened to be trespassing when one of the hills' prized breeding stallions, Jeff Davis, gets out of gets out of containment and all hell breaks loose. Hell, which is of course blamed entirely on them. As a result, the threesome end up spending their summer shoveling werewolf unicorn glitter shit under the gentle yet terrifying eyebrow of Derek Hale. If that weren't bad enough, Jeff Davis is still on the loose and he's on a mission mission of murder. That's beautiful. Wow. I love a good I finally found a good one. I love a good good summer love Pegasus (laughs) Derek Fick. <sighs> oh god. <laughs> and and that was Reign of Terror by Sukino oh Fairy. Alright, um, I wanna read one that is the Twitter bio of my partner because we loved it so much. It's a short one. Derek's right? secret talent is playing the accordion. But what if he's not the only accordion player in Beacon Hill? What if? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what if? Just a just a hanging question that you do not know the answer to. I mean, I have to read more to find out. <laughs> do you guys like um, have either of you seen Gravity Falls? Yes. Okay. So um, in Gravity no. Falls, there's like um, like the most popular pairing is like um, it's called Bill Dip, and it's like the main kid. And, oh like, man, that's and, so gross. And, and the um, <laughs> and like this like triangle demon basically like. <laughs> He looks like an Illuminati symbol on our money. He's like he's like an Illuminati symbol with a top hat and one eye and a bow tie, and then like. Bella, I I've been listening to your built-in mix on Spotify for months. I didn't realize this. Um. So so, but the thing like that drives me fucking bonkers. Um. Is that if you like, like what I do is like when I was like looking for I've since long given up finding good um Gravity Falls fan fiction but what I would do mm-hmm. is I would like command F and put the word certain and see like how many fucking fix show up with summaries that are just like like dipper and blah 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 until a certain triangle Dorito uh, demon like it's like every single you summary you really nailed the genre <laughs> every single summary is like certain Dorito like or whatever like let me see if I can find one um yeah different maple pines have always been able to get I just I just literally I'm on the first page and I just control F certain <laughs> and this already came up different maple pines have always been able to get out of bad situations but eventually they get into one so bad that it takes a certain dream demon to rescue them and this his services are not free <laughs> like that's mm, amazing fucking thick in that fandom and it drives me crazy and I hate it so much also, a lot of, like, pirate AUs, which I don't understand. Wow. Oh, my God. Is it, like, it's normal, normal pirates, pirates or, it's like, like, one piece? I feel piece? like, like, for Gravity Falls, like, pirate AUs are, like, gra- pirate AUs to Gravity Falls are what, like, mafia AUs are to Yuri on Ice. I'm gonna wrap us up, up for this section uh, with uh, a really great summary okay. from, from from Magnetic Wave, uh, which is just, I know, Steve Rogers, <laughs> anthropology major, president of Americans for Informed Democracy, in love with his roommate, exasperated dungeon master. All right. Um, yeah, so the theme of this episode 
is formative fiction. So like fiction that woke you to fan fiction being a thing, fiction that you just remember like a bajillion years later, fiction that made you realize that like, holy shit, fan fiction is like art. Yeah. Like that just like, it's just like, it's not Mm. just like self insert like fantasies. It's just like a legitimate Mm -hmm. like, art and practice and like should be super respected yes um and although like my i read many wonderful and artistic fics before like the the, <laughs> the fic that i put here okay, that is um, are you talking about the sherlock art, one? but uh that one was the one that made me go so i've read many hundreds uh, of thousands yeah. of words of slash but, but I, now okay, i actually I, ship like, it the one question that um, i had um so yeah when, mm, oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah do you want me to okay do you want me to start or <laughs> um just I'm have you ever read um okay katie forsyth yes books? let's start there okay because that's what it reminded should, me of I mean, when i was reading i want to start with daria like, but go like, ahead oh, this is like some katie forsyth realness but <laughs> yes i love them <laughs> yeah uh, i love Katie Forsyth. But yeah, so my formative fan fictions, uh, the first one is, uh, Del, you read this, is a fic called Daria in Wonderland, subtitled This Must Be Paradise, that was posted in 1998, and which I read in December 1998. And as far as I know, this is the first fic that I ever read and it was the fic that like woke me up my little 12 year old self and was like oh no I was 11 I hadn't turned 12 yet and was like holy shit holy shit it's it's a thing and so this fic is it okay so it's set in like 2009 or 2010 so like 10 years plus in the future from the store from when it was written and actually it's like it's really interesting as like science exists. fiction that was in the late wild 90s, when i hit that part i was like, like oh my god like, this is fucking siri because i mean trent invents <laughs> itunes uh siri also appears as siri wow <laughs> i know siri siri exists um and it's a great story about <laughs> like getting back together with your girls to go fuck shit up at your 10th anniversary high school reunion also you are daria and you are now a famous novelist who summers on the riviera i mean this is like the wish fulfillment shit that i needed as a child and i honestly like objectively is this like fic like the world's greatest literature no but i still love it it's great it it, the dialogue is i was gonna say like like everything that i want to say about this fic like i feel like the like the first thing that i want to say is like for a fic that's written in script format (laughs) which is delightful Like, like i mean because, I mean, I remember reading a lot of script format fic back in 2001, but it wasn't good. Like, I thought it was great when I was, like, 11, but it was not. And But this fic was, like, I was, like, oh, my God, this is, like, this reads, like, actual dialogue. And yeah. it's actually well-written. That's, yeah. it's, I, I don't know. It also just, like, because, like, I was reading so much bad fan, fi- mm-hmm. fan fiction, like, circa 2001, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, three years after this fic was written, it, like, I don't know, it feels like such, like, mm-hmm. a, a thing of its time, because I associate, like, script yeah. format fiction with, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like, I don't want to mm-hmm. say relic, but, like... <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> Yeah. This honestly a just makes me want... I actually so wrote some script format fic. I was about to say, this it's makes me want to write some script format fic, but I literally wrote some. It was the Sesame Street script for the Sesame that Street consent incredible. comic I made. My 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 friend and I, That's we adorable. used to um, have sleepovers in middle school, and we'd write self-insert um, fan fiction in script format, where like we'd be going on adventures with all these characters. And the only thing I remember is... like we like, um, is we wrote a Scooby Doo like self insert fan fiction, where like, <laughs> like yeah, oh wow, yeah, and I just remember like the one That's line the is like they're trying to like capture a ghost and like mm-hmm. by like ha- like having like this hook hanging down, um, and like like 
<laughs> Shaggy oh runs God. into it and like tears off his face. And he's like, and I just, I just remember the dialogue. It's like, oh my God, like, swing scoop. Like, it totally just ripped my face off. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good yes. rendering of what he would say um, if his face got so ripped off. I'm face actually going to skip around a little bit here. And I just want to say that I, before this very day, had never read a single Gundam Wing fan fiction. I mean, my favorite I'm so thing sorry that this is the about one that this particular Gundam Wing fan fiction <laughs> is that it, you did not realize that it was also a South Park crossover. <laughs> okay, so can I can I tell the story about me reading this fan fiction for the first time? Okay, so um, it is um, seen. Please. It is March. Uh, 2001 um, I'm 11 years old and it is 4.30 in the morning because this is back when we had dial-up internet um, and so I could like the only time I could get online and read fan fiction without like blocking up our internet lines so like people could like call us was I would wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and read fan fiction uh, yeah. oh, on my yeah. computer before I went to school and then I'd like print it all out and put it in my binder and take it with me right because um, I, 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 I was super fucking cool in the sixth grade um, and uh, <laughs> so um, anyway so I like I, I come from like Sailor Moon fandom um, where like like to be fair, like I've pretty much shipped like f- like a fem like two fem slash pairings, um, and like, but I still like I hadn't like really like wrapped my mind around like slash or anything yet. I was just like a um I I I didn't really know that it was a thing, and a lot of people in Sailor Moon fandom also wrote Gundam Wing fan fiction. Um, because they were both on Toonami at that time. So I just, like, one day was like, I'm going to, like, like, like all these, like, good-looking cartoon boys. I'm going to read some story about that. Um, and so <laughs> I clicked on the Gundam Wing tab, and the first fic at the top of fanfiction.net was Santa Hero by Spooks. And um, and I was like, this sounds hilarious. I would love to read this. And in the summary... Um, there's like this piece that says 1x2, 3x4, 5x6, x13. And I was like, don't know what that means, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I just remember like reading through the, like reading through it. I was like, oh, this is, this is super funny and hilarious. I'm 11 years old and have very low standards. And it gets to the point where like, like duo, um, oh, Maxwell yeah. is dressing up as Mrs. Claus, and he and Hero, I think, start just like grinding on each other, and and I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, because like I didn't realize that like one x two meant that like pilots one and two are fucking, <laughs> and um, like and, and that was uh, like yeah in fandom language, and so I like I remember I just like I closed the browser and I turned off the internet and I went and I took a shower and I went to school and I just fucking thought about it all day. <laughs> and then like the first thing I did when I got home is I ran down to my room, got online really quick, like printed it out and finished reading that it. And that so was like beautiful. my big gay awakening. <laughs> oh, that is a classic story. <laughs> I was just like, like all I did was just like stew and like this thought of like two boys like just grinding on each other. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was so afraid of it. I was like, so I was just like, what the fuck was that? It, it was, it was hot. That's what it was. <laughs> just like angrily, like angrily, fearfully, just thinking oh. about dudes touching penises all day in like the sixth grade. <laughs> oh my god i found my first explicit fic when i was in like sixth or seventh grade but it 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 was actually daria j and fem slash and i had just been merrily reading along when i was like oh this is and i was like this is too adult for me and i back buttoned away and then i didn't read like smut for like so my mom's um um, outside fan i'm like my mom's a sex ed teacher right and um 
like, like my whole, like, so I always say like my whole life was basically the talk because my mom's always been super, super open about like talking about sex stuff with me. Um, but like, she actually did try to give me a like sex talk when I was like 11, really, really like maybe like a few <laughs> weeks after like I discovered slash fan fiction and was just like consuming it like rabbit, like ravenously. And, and my mom's oh my. like, well, she, and like, like, instead of, like, sitting me down being like, this is, like, how sex works, she's like, I just want to know if you have any questions about sex. And I was like, yeah, what's the difference between a rim job and a blowjob? <laughs> and, like, and then she just, like, proceeded to completely say? break it down for me, like, as she was tucking me into bed at night. <laughs> it was... Wow. Yeah, and then I just, like, kind of, like, wow. stared at my ceiling and was just like, a mouth does what? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. I still feel that way. I still ask what a mouth does. That's that is amazing. Oh, she's uh, your mother sounds wonderful. Fucking gem. Sure. That's that's beautiful. All right, Tony. I want you to tell me the stories of your youth. I definitely started fan fiction. I think in the Harry Potter fanfic, but also. This one rare pair, het pair, from Full Metal Alchemist, which was the following. It was the homunculus greed, and one of the people in his, uh, like, his cohort, whose name was Marta? I can't even remember now. But there were definitely, like, just, like, three fics written of that. But I was so into that. Um... And this actually led to, I think fan fiction in general led to me <laughs> learning the word masturbation oh, no. and asking my mother what masturbation was, oh. not realizing that it was a sexual term because it was just like, it wasn't oh. even in the content. It was like an I author's note. I thought smut was a, a fan fiction term for sex. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was like a word that everybody <laughs> knew. So I thought I was being super cool talking about smut around my parents. When I was like 12 years old, I was just like, oh yeah, like oh, no. to a friend, I was like, did you read that smut fic? And my friend was like, dude. Like, keep your voice down. <laughs> and I was like, what? They don't know what smut is. It's a fan fiction thing. And my mom's like, actually. Yeah, just a little oh, fucking pervert. Oh, boy. Yeah, no. Del has no Like I said, I was really cool in the sixth grade. No oh, my God. My parents, like, really did not pay attention to what I was reading. They were just sort of like, the only thing that we ask of you is that you don't go into a chat room. And to this day, I have never been into a chat room. Like, honestly, going into a Discord is, like, really edgy for me. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I, I, um, I think that my worst, like, thing is, like, so when I found out what, like, because um, it was used a lot more often than, like, Yaoi, mm -hmm. um, when I found, like, when, so I got into Gundam Wing, and through Gundam Wing I got into um, Yaoi, and I just remember my, um, my super smart, cool fucking 11-year-old self was like, I wonder what happens if I type in yaoi.com oh, into, no. like... <laughs> And instantly, it's just like <laughs> twenty pop up because this is like back in the day. It's like twenty pop up ads of just like throbbing, like huge, like lubed up erections, like and like all these like muscly dudes just like <laughs> fucking each other off. And I was just like, I it was just like not prepared for it. But then like it froze on my computer. Yeah. And so my screen is just like a frozen <gasps> screen of dicks. And I had to go upstairs to my mom and be like, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I was Googling a question for homework on Yahoo. And all of a sudden, all of these dicks just came out of nowhere. And my mom's like, my mom's like, they really need to like have like better like child protection on the internet. I can't believe this happened when you were looking up a science question. Wait, did she did she buy it or at least she pretend to buy it? Then? She, she totally pretended to buy it. Bless her heart. Like that's very kind of her. <laughs> like like my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like crying. <laughs> like oh, like my poor I'm just sweet crying. <laughs> like he's trying so hard. <laughs> Yeah, so those are all of my misadventures oh in pornography in the year 2001. <laughs>
Yeah. I gotta say that the, the greatest part about like moving into adulthood is getting to move out of the shame hole of like under my covers reading it uh like by myself and never speaking of it to another soul and now just like living this life where I can like hop on the couch and like actually read fan fiction over my partner's shoulder which they don't love but like they let me do it uh that it's like something a child children can never imagine when they're like mm-hmm. first getting into this shameful business like if I had like a time machine and could go back and talk to my younger self I'll be like dude when you're like in your 20s um you still read and write fan fiction, but you're totally <laughs> cool about it now, and you just tell fucking whoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll also tell anybody. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, uh, as you know, I did find both of my roommates through fandom, so my entire life is kind I'm, of yeah. fandom related. I met, my I met my girlfriend through, through fandom. fandom. I ended up... I was just like, I feel like super douchey saying it, but I'm also like, my fiancé. <laughs> or as they call it, the best fiancé, my Beyonce. As you... <laughs> oh. But yeah, and now at work, like, I work with people who know about that fandom exists, which is why, as I tweeted the other day, I could be like, oh, I learned about uh, which, 2D way, from Twilight fanfiction. <laughs> I want to talk about that fic. Yes. Which is titled, in classic yes. fanfiction style, A Consummation Devoutly to Be Wished. <laughs> I hate everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> That fic is a classic. It, it launched <laughs> memes. I still turn to my friends who are on ONTD Twilight with me because they're like also my neighbors now. And like I moved here to be with those yeah. friends. That's why I live here. Um, and uh, but yeah, I knew them from Harry Potter fandom first. Shout out to you, Katie and Flourish. But yeah, like I cooked can myself explain, for you. Can you explain and situate this fic for listeners who may not be familiar with the consummation devoutly to mm-hmm. be wished? Okay, so basically, if y'all have seen Twilight or heard about Twilight, you will know that Edward Cullen is a vampire <laughs> who fucking sparkles. What you may not know is that vampires, in addition to looking like a white marble <laughs> countertop, which like was was like really into in in like Architectural <laughs> Digest 2000, 2010. Like, I just want you to imagine that that's what Carlisle Cullen looks like. That's what Edward Cullen looks like. Like that white granite <laughs> countertop, straight out of architectural digest they are also cold like marble so this is a fic where a week before their wedding uh edward is like uh do you want to bang me uh vela and i will make myself human temperature for you so he fucking sous vide himself in a bath and then explains to us what (laughs) sous vide is which is why I knew that was what was happening as opposed to being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a nice warm bath to bring myself up to human temperature. <laughs> and um, this is also, like, a very, like, nicely written fic. Yeah. Like, and Brett Hanimus, the author, was very graceful the fact that her fic became a meme. <clears throat> but, yeah, yes, it's a... Uh, <laughs> God bless. Can I, can God I read bless the part where, where Edward Cullen explains sous vide to Bella, who he's like Please. trying to bang? Please. <laughs> it's like warm, boiled flesh. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. So, skipping over the part where she's like, You're warm. How? Ma- magic? How? Sous vide. Sous what? Sous vide. Okay, so he says he like watched cooking shows before making her dinner on prom night. I learned about sous vide in one of them. Sous vide is a way of preparing meat. The hand on her neck traveled down to her breast and settled there over her t-shirt. I watched her eyes close. You put it in an airtight plastic bag and give it a slow hot water bath to cook it. I grinned again. It's French. I like the idea that this is like dirty talk and that he's like saying this in a sexy voice as he like touches her breast. Bella's eyes flew open and blinked as my words finally sank in. You cooked yourself <laughs> yes i replied opening her fingers and pressing her hand to my hot chest yes i did want a taste <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing that ever happened to me <laughs> it's beautiful 
But that's the other aspect of welcome to hell, I think, is that we say it's the worst thing that ever happened to us. But what we really mean is that this is what brings light into our hearts. Yes. Exactly. Yes. My otherwise miserable existence. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So let's talk about contemporary fix that have rocked our world. Can we talk about uh, Foggy the oh, yes. boy band? Yes. Dude. I adored all of the media and that. Like that's like multimedia fix. Yeah, multimedia fix are like the best. And this, and this is, and this is Boy Wonder by rated T for Teen. My favorite thing is um, the like it's like the Tiger Beat esque like Young Avengers cutout interview with the band. Yeah, that's the best um, part. It's just like. And it's just like, Fog, you're such a kidder. What's your idea of a perfect date? And they're all talking, and Bucky's like, I love extreme sports, yes. so we go ziplining or something, <laughs> maybe in the mountains somewhere. I love the cold. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm just like, I love the layers. <laughs> it really has a lot of future in it. One of... Go ahead, just read give the summary. The summary. Uh... Okay, the summary is, is as follows. In 1999, Foggy Nelson was the secret weapon of a now-forgotten boy band. 16 years later, he meets his biggest fan, music critic Matt Murdock, who in this fic is still Daredevil. Like, he's still, like, mm-hmm. a guy who is, like, very angsty mm-hmm. in a very, like, Catholic style of being angsty and, like, goes around beating people up at night. But he's also, like, a music critic who keeps writing articles about this, like, nobody foggy who's like a really good songwriter who writes songs for big stars and performs his own music on the side but to like very small crowds and his bosses are like what the fuck foggy this it guy super reminded me of like a super powered music no. and lyrics like have you ever seen that movie mm, i have this Where? is like this is much more delightful though yeah true <laughs> true like take out Hugh Grant and put in superheroes like Foggy. <laughs> Which is really what that movie needed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also like one of the first fics I think I shared with my partner and that uh, like we like is part of our like canon in the house and that we like occasionally bring up to show other people at parties. Just like the like work and heart that is put into these graphics and this design work in this like fucking alternate universe like daredevil fanfic that's i think like my favorite thing about um au's and like the one that um the like actor rpf thing that i sent but also other things that are by like the author hack this is that it's just like it's so like so much of it is just like just like deeply mm-hmm. like immersive different yeah. world with like so much like structure and like loving detail mm. like i absolutely adore like that's like that's my favorite thing about alternate mm-hmm. universe fix is just like or like like for example with like abo mm-hmm. like all of the like like those like the reason i really <laughs> like abo besides the fact that like i'm a creep mcgee who likes pregnant men <laughs> um, is that like i love like how much like like how how different they are in terms of like mm-hmm. like what's like like things like heat hotels or like just like these like really yes. like random things that like people come mm-hmm. up with to make these worlds super yeah. immersive and unique. I just yeah. yeah sorry, I'm that's so true. I'm a little, I'm a little hungover. So. I do have to ask though, uh, your guys' opinion on this particular oh aspect of Adiophic, which is talking about glands because that's like my personal horror is like when someone I, is like rubbing the other person's neck I, and i'm like okay pheromones great scent I, great here's like, the yeah. thing that i don't understand like, other things great but not glands come from? glands because like how did that happen like don't does this normally happen when you know it's like <laughs> mono yeah that's what you would I, think and i always think of like I don't know, like, how, like I mean, I'm super into the whole like swollen glands thing. I think it's nasty, of you and, are. I, and I fucking love it. But, uh, but it always like makes me think of like the way that like frogs puff their necks out. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just like the mental yeah, image I instantly I, get. It's so yeah, gross. I I, I remember it. the first time I heard <laughs> about it was yeah. I. I don't think I baited, but I was, like, cheerleading. Remember when uh, Meg was, like, in uh, Kingsman fandom? Meg, why did you do that? 
Meg Lazuli song. I'm looking at you. Um, but there was definitely a Harry Eggsy fic that involved a bonding gland. And I just remember being like, what the shit is this? Um, <laughs> this isn't how ABO works. actually i think the first time i came across like bonding glands wasn't um abo but it was a sentinel au Hmm. for sherlock uh (laughs) shut up (laughs) Um, it was a a chameleon did you ever read that one it was never finished and i'm fucking pissed about it uh but it's basically (laughs) like um john is a guide who um he doesn't want to be a guide and it's super like fucking like rapey and weird but um like his um his spirit animal is a chameleon which means that he can like make people like look over it so he can like hide in plain sight but there's like a lot of like heated (laughs) scenes where like somebody's mouth is about to be like delicately placed over somebody's bonding gland and like oh oh, man You know, you know what this is. You know what and this is like, making me think about, actually. Uh, so, so my lovely girlfriend, who is probably not listening to this podcast, uh, writes fic but does not read fic. So she heard. I know. Yeah. No. So she heard. Oh yeah. So she heard about ABO from various people, including me. And I was like, "This sounds interesting." And you know what? I have three male dogs, so I know how to write this. So. I, no, I was just thinking about like you know, I don't think dogs have bonding glands, so I I don't I think that I'm safe. Bless her um, fucking heart. You know, if I ever want to read ABO, that's really just about dogs fucking in the truest, purest way of our people. <laughs> I know where to go. <laughs> there we are. I know. Yeah. I, I, anyway. I was thinking there's like this one fic that like um. So I, 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 did, I did my time in uh, the South Park fandom for a while, which has a lot of fucked up fic. Uh, surprise, surprise. But um, there's, like, this one where, like, people are, like, there's some people who are, like, part cow. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. it's just, like, this really, like, sensual, like, milking fic. <laughs> I can't even, like... <laughs> I, no, I, I'm not. I'm just not even gonna go there. Like, I'm just not gonna talk about this. We'll talk about it some other time. It's super weird. I was like all over it. <laughs> okay, I I have only one response to this. <laughs> Last night I had a dream. I found myself in a desert called oh, Cyberland. God. It was hot. My canteen had sprung a leak, and I was thirsty. <laughs> Out of the abyss walked a cow, Elsie. I, I asked her to do anything to drink. She said, I'm blocking I am forbidden you and to produce milk. You and- In Cyberland, we only drink Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Coke, she said. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> over the- Oh my god. Wait, you should know that I performed over the moon in the Miss My High School pageant in 2003, <laughs> and I had friends sit in the audience with cowbells. Um, and that's what you, that's what happens when you make yeah. a tiny gay participate in Miss My High School. Do you want to talk about this so, series, The Color of Wheat, A Few Weeks in the Valley? Okay. I now now that we're moving on. It's like, I mean... Like, I read that what, when I was, like, 15 years old, and oh. I don't know. It's, like, yes. it's the thing about that fic for me is that yeah. the thing that, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so, once again, like, immersive and weird, and it's completely, like, its own thing. Like, what if all of these, like, different actors were friends and made did these, like, different projects together? But it was also, like, that kind of, like, it's such, like, an existential crisis of a fic, mm-hmm. which is great when you're, like... Uh, like in high school and you know like trying to figure out your own meaning but also the thing I really liked about it is that um it was like yeah the first fic where like the main pairing um it's not necessarily like they don't end up together at the end of the fic but that doesn't mean it's an unhappy ending and that's what I like I don't know there's just so much that I loved about this fic but there's like there's that um part in chapter three that I linked you guys yeah. where um it's the whole like um 
<laughs> the Hayden with Ewan was another person bit. Like, oh, I just like I think about it all the time. Like, do you ever like get like lines from fan fiction stuck in your head? Mm-hmm. Because that's mine. Like, th- there's there's like this fic, and then to have outlived the night from Teen Wolf, where um, yes. there's like that line where it's like. Um, what uh, big eyes you have. Nobody had looked at Derek like an answer for a long time or something mm-hmm. like that. I just think about that fucking line all the time. Oh. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Honestly, my answer, my answer's not a good answer. Like, yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily like lines that stay with me, but like moments. Like basically every the line I'm thinking of incidentally is an art a line in one of Scout's fix that we argued about and I wanted to her to take out as her beta reader. Um and then she was like, nah, and then later I gave her a friendship bracelet with that line on it. Um but that's yeah, because that's that's us, we bros. But uh, oh. all of her fix, all of Scout's fix. But um, they have so many good moments in them. Um, but mm. yeah, it's always like the feelings that stick with me. But have I think that's true read, for us. Fucking um, track all. this thread by Rage Proof Rock. Um. So it's this. Maybe. It's a, it's a, like it's. I think the only like Clint Coulson fic I've ever really no, read. Wait. But there's. Um, so there's this, oh, um, can yet. I read a line from it? Because I think about it a lot. Okay. So uh, Clint keeps trying Please. to see if that changes anything, alters the foundational embarrassments of his, what did Xavier call it? An undisclosed mm-hmm. admiration. It doesn't. It makes his stomach churn, something in his gut ache from looking at restaurant menus and into the windows of grocery stores. Those things on the other side aren't his to have, and neither were Colson's secrets, but that doesn't make Clint any less angry. He would have probably, okay, definitely made fun of Colson, but at least he would have known. He would have been able to poke Colson in the shoulder and then Clint would hook his chin over Colson's shoulder and ask snotty questions. What's this for him? Are you its den mother? Who are these assholes? Why didn't you tell me about it? Has Roger seen this? Have you figured out yet that I've decided to keep the vigilante that was running around shooting gray rapists in the face as a kind of angry apprentice? Who is Pam? Will you kiss me? Can I keep you? Do you want to meet my dog? Could you love me if I tried really hard? I always think about that. Could you love me if I tried really hard? Just like fucking end me. Oh yeah, this it's 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 a story about uh, basically like after Coulson supposedly dies, they all find out that he used to run um, a Captain America web forum. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound pretty adorable. Yeah. Oh wait, I have read. I That's have also, read like, that thing. I loved it. One of the joys of fan fiction, I think, or one of the like emotional hot buttons, okay. is like characters who like think they can't be loved, and then in fan fiction, you get to feel, like see them both feeling that feeling, and then also to their shock, yes, finding love. That's exactly it. It's like, like I don't know, like that whole like, yes. no, you are lovable. Yeah, like that fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Teen Wolf fic where Styles has a twin. Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's a very uh, short one, right? His twin yeah, is like, cooler than he is and gets I everything. Know. And even though like they're identical, like in every which way, like Styles is like universally loathed and his twin is loved. It's like a Sweet Valley High, you. Know? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh my god. You're gonna have to like me. Also, I forgot. I, f- I forgot. What there is, is one line in fan fiction that always sticks with me, and I found it. Okay, it's from Friction Hitch by Light Gets In, which is a <sighs> Jeff Carter, Mike Richards fic. <laughs> um, uh, it, okay. Um, it had always been that way for him. Mike did things to Jeff, and Jeff took them. Jeff also did things to Mike, but it was more by way of existing than by way of bending him over things and screwing wow, stupid. Slow wow, clap. wow, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, my yeah. partner and I share a uh, yeah. Google Doc where we put some of our favorite fan fiction links. And at the top of it is a, just a block quote mm-hmm. uh, from Dirty Laundry, which is apparently a classic. Um, that sounds so familiar. Shit. What's that new? 
Yeah, it's it's the classic fic in um, a fandom whose name I'm forgetting right now. It's like the it's like not Gundam, but it's on Netflix. Oh, Voltron. Yeah. Okay. So it's a Voltron fan fiction. A Voltron. And it gives like you this life advice near the end of this classic <laughs> terrible fic uh, that is like everything to be loved. So I'm just going to read you this. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, life is like. Well, okay, it actually doesn't say life is like dirty laundry, but that's basically the point of it. Uh, see, laundry is a part of the circle of life. You're always doing laundry. You'll be doing it when you're three. You'll be doing it when you're 13. When you're 30, you'll be doing it when you're 300, <laughs> if you live that long. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, you know what? I actually, the same thing, because my partner, Shishi, does all the laundry of me and my other partner. So, like, we do the cooking, and I have also not folded laundry in over a year. So cute. Okay, I'm back. My poor cat is like, if you guys can hear meowing, I'm sorry. My cat is like apparently just camped outside the bedroom door, just crying to be let in. Poor cat, but I can't hear him, so. (laughs) Can I read a a quote from the RPF fic that uh, we've been discussing? Because this stood out to me as very hilarious. Okay. Okay. Or I think it's just because I get a kick out of real person fic using real people's mm-hmm. names, which is why I've never gotten into it because I can't get over yeah. the like the like giggles of like reading the name <laughs> Orlando Bloom. So <laughs> Orlando Bloom looked a lot more dangerous <laughs> in real life. This like this 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 sentence because I, I I know the story like the back of my hand is so permanently cemented in two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> It really yeah. is of its time because it continues. His some girl's T-shirt clung to a frame not nearly as thin as Hayden remembered him from a distance. His hair fell past his collar, and his raised eyebrow was obviously a threat. Oh. Wrist cuff, chunky watch, some kind of ring on his right hand, <laughs> which is actually what I do picture Orlando Bloom wearing <laughs> when I think about yeah. Orlando Bloom in the first okay. place. So the two things that really stuck out to me in this fic, number one, so I barely know who these people are because they're all men and I'm very (laughs) gay and I was very gay at the time this was happening. So I know who Orlando Bloom is. That's like, but the reason I know Vigor Mortensen is that he was once married to and the mother of his son is, uh, is Exene Cervenka, who is this legendary punk musician. So I, I was like, Pippi? Whoa. Is Exene Cervenka's nickname really Pippi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it? it is. Wow. I know. Realism. Also the fact that like, Henry Mortensen is like such a big part of this fic is so bananas to me. <laughs> I know! <laughs> um, a lot of this is like, also just like, um, Hayden Christensen casually sleeping with Ben McKenzie because like once again like for some reason like I guess like everybody from like the WB was like fucking everybody from the WB like back in like the early oddies because that just like keeps coming up I don't know how how far you guys made it into this story but like I, I it's just, just like I, it, I, I was... ca- like it slowly turns into like a Smallville like RPF <laughs> <laughs> Another another line I think about all the time that's in this fic is um, Jude only cared about Jude and the people Jude loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Jude. <laughs> like I th- like I use that in my like daily life a lot. <laughs> like this, and the thing I think like I love about this fic and the thing I love about mm-hmm. RPF and the reason I do read it is because the writing style typically like lends itself to like being much more like realistic and like it's usually like it's like you rarely get like purple prosy bullshit mm-hmm. with rpf because people are like mm-hmm. really trying to like lean into like that sort of like real feeling well, of it i've Does got some sense? bad news for you about hockey fan fiction but yes <laughs> <laughs> oh there's so much good hockey fan fiction i hate it <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it is. I, I yeah. It's uh 
We should. We I, we're gonna have an episode. Yeah. Oh man, I can't believe like like I was um I got a text message from my therapist the other day and when I opened it up like the last like five text messages were just like <laughs> hockey RPF Rex <laughs> between my That's therapist amazing. and I. That is a close relationship between you and your therapist. That's very sweet, though. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's the entire fucking reason. <laughs> I hate her so much. <laughs> like, like, she literally, like, like, I forget why we started talking about hockey, but, like, the reason I got into hockey RPF and now I'm, like, super in love with hockey is because she mm-hmm. basically, like, she's a Canucks fan, and, um, like, these two guys apparently, like, who played for the Canucks now play for the um, Ducks. And she basically, like, without, like, like needing anything, like, has, like, a ship manifesto. But she doesn't know, like, she didn't know, like, that oh. shipping was a thing and, like, or sh- which a ship manifesto was. But she, like, basically, like, had, like, an entire PowerPoint presentation Amazing. ready to go about why these two dudes were fucking each other. <laughs> and I was Amazing. just like... Amazing! I was just like... Wow. Did you welcome her to hell? No, like, um, by the end of the day, she had her own AO3 account. Which, which I saw. (laughs) So she could read all of the locked RPF. Which, which I sourced. Yeah, which you did source. And then, um, and and we both read it together. So so really, you and your therapist both welcomed (laughs) each other to hell. Yeah, it was. uh, (laughs) Please. We, like, we we, we got into that hand basket together. And. Oh my god! When if if we end up doing like a hockey RPF <laughs> oh episode, god. like I'll make her listen to it, or she can, or she can come I mean, on. That would be wild. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're that would be wild. We are gonna have some special guests, and we'll find out more about that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, but Verity's like been like my main dealer in like <laughs> hockey RPF, just like. <laughs> Like, thank you for being the stranger that's, standing that's outside how I know like Tony. a trench coat being like, hey, you want some Rex? No. All right. So, yeah, that fic was, that fic was really interesting. I liked all of the details about the house. Um, it was like, hmm. It was like, it's like from a school of like slash fanfic that just reminded me that i'm like really not attracted to men and meanwhile like i'm like it's like yeah i'm gay piece of shit (laughs) i know i know but um so speaking of slash fanfic that made me like be like yeah um so the that fucking fic that you read, The Squire of Reggae, by no less remarkable, who also has like been not active on the internet since two thousand eight. Yeah, so this I hope hasn't that she's been on okay. since twenty ten, and I'm super sad about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, The Squire of Re- Re- Reggae that was like I said, it reminded me of like Katie Forsyth, which is like the highest praise I think you can give like any Sherlock <laughs> or otherwise fan fiction because like the thing about like those fix or that like they're so like on point tonally that like it mm-hmm. might as well be like canon kind of you know it's just like it, it scratches that super specific mm-hmm. itch where like you want something so badly yeah. and you're just like okay yeah no it's like i have it it's like, but it's like if if arthur conan doyle were writing a sophia yes. coppola film <laughs> That's just like, like every every scene is so full of like internalized emotions and like people having like limited di- dialogue, but like everything is said with their body and their eyes, and you don't totally know what's going on in a scene sometimes until something else happens, and you know like a curtain flutters in the window, like you're watching that fucking Bonnie Tyler video, um, you know. I don't know why that that now I associate that with that uh, total eclipse of the heart. But anyway, like yeah, it just was <laughs> such a good balance for me of like this just beautiful uh, like highly stylized prose and also just exactly the kind of emotional shit I want to cover my body in like I'm at a mud bath. <laughs> okay, can I, can we talk <laughs> about how both this fic and the Daredevil fic? ended with mm-hmm. people's French being criticized. 
like it's just, it's a just like they both have like like this Sherlock fi- fic and this Daredevil fic are both like your French is terrible. Oh, I guess I need to work on that. <laughs> like I don't like I don't know. Like <laughs> because that's the kind of shit, kind of corny shit that fanfiction yeah. writers are just all over because it's just like a, a part of the well, somebody genre. Who's trying to learn, somebody who's <laughs> so trying deeply. to learn French, I felt personally called out by both of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. So what else? Did, did we have other things? Oh, yeah. Tony, if you want to tell us about... Oh. oh. Yeah. Yes, I do. All right, so there's a 280,000-word fic that is unfinished and has been since 2016, like, early 2016. But I will, like, still recommend it because it's it's that important to me. It's called Rogue Z by Biala Cyphers, uh, and it's rated E for porn and nice, zombie violence. Nice, nice, Not related. <laughs> like, they don't happen at the same I mean, time. if they did, um, it would be fine. And <laughs> well, for you, it would be fine. It's not really my um, but I won't yuck yours. Um, And also, I think this fig came out around, like, I read it around the time that my partner was also starting to introduce me to this phrase, uh, which we used to talk about how long a fig is, like, in terms of the word length of the Grapes of Wrath. So one one gal, one G-O-W, is, Mm -hmm. uh, like, 150K. So this fic is like almost two gals. So it's it's real long, but it's really worth it. So here's a summary. Two months after a mysterious villain started the zombie apocalypse and all of North America has been re- trapped in an unnaturally cold winter, the Flash has been forced to travel with Captain Cold, Golden Glider, and Heatwave to make it back to Central City and find his friends and family. But I think what what's like so great about this fic is that like CW's The Flash is notoriously bad mm-hmm. and like doesn't care about consistent characterization, especially like of a greater ensemble. Mm-hmm. Like they're all about Barry and his like golden heart and his angst about his like dead parents, which is like it's very, it's very bad and it's like very self indulgent in a way that this fic like just like fixes magically. Nice. And like this fic was the first one that is like that was like a fic that I read that was like heavily plotted. And like a lot of it was not about the romance, but actually about like the overarching plot of this like zombie apocalypse, um, which like, it's like a zombie apocalypse mixed with the typical superhero story where you have to defeat a bad guy who's caused like this apocalyptic problem. Um, But it like takes that and it like zooms it down to the small scale of like a zombie road trip story. And like just a lot of banging in an RV while they're like yeah. you have me at baby in an rv and it's so good <laughs> yeah there's so much sex in this and it's so good they like they bang in a back room at, at the whole foods that they were looting for food um they like bang in the against the wall in the bathroom of a starbucks when they finally get to central city and they're like waiting to meet up with this friend and it's like this tense emotional moment because uh the flash knows he's gonna like stay with captain cole because he loves him so Captain Cold thinks that this is goodbye because, like, uh, like Barry's been traveling with the rogues and has been cool with it, but now he's, like, getting back to his goody-two-shoe friends, and he thinks that, like, Tony, Barry's thank you for my life, him. because this sounds fucking incredible. <laughs> and, like... It's such it's, a trip. It's, it's such like, an emotional it sounds, trip. like, emotionally what I need, but, like, a lot of, like, gritty, gritty aesthetic <laughs> fucking, which is also, like, I mean, right up my alley, so... You- fucking bless you i'm super excited yeah and it cuts off like right before the climax not sexual climax um, okay so speaking of super old fic so uh, clearly verity you probably have never read this one because you just said that you hadn't read gundam wing fic before but there's like in gundam wing fandom there is this fic called brittlewood manor and it's still since 2004 (gasps) sits at 98 chapters out of 100 and it's <laughs> uh, oh my yeah, god, it's a Victorian spy AU, and like we're like a bunch of like spies and thieves and shit, like all like like fighting over like this person's estate and like trying to keep somebody alive and blah 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 blah, like while like also like <laughs> tenderly like fucking in a shed, you know? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> 
tender fucking in a shed is what this whole yeah, hell thing yeah. is all about. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's also like right at like, they're like on their way to go like rescue the main character's oh. life and that's where it ends and I'm still mad about it. It's been, it's been fucking 13 <laughs> years. I know. It's a I, tragedy. Like, I've been burned so many times by like um, works in progress that I'm like so afraid to read them now. I know. I I apologize for writing a fifty chapter I, work in I progress wrote, that I um, never finished. And like like they're orphaned on. Um, I orphaned to fix um, on Ao3, and it's definitely like fifty thousand words of South Park slash. We're like, we're like Stan Marsh. Um, there's like this episode of um, South Park where like um, Stan makes like writes a really popular song because Kyle moves away to San Francisco and he wants his friend back. So he makes a so he writes a song about how everybody should drive hybrid cars. So um, people in South Park will buy hybrid cars and then his parents and then Kyle's parents will move back to South Park because it's bougier, I guess. And so like I wrote a fic where like, like Kyle's family never came back and Stan went on to be like a super <laughs> big like rock star with like a ton of drug problems. Classic. <laughs> I love when someone becomes famous and like returns and that's and like, it's, like And it's perfect. like this fic about like Stan basically just being like washed up at 17 and like with a ton of fucking problems coming back to like his hometown and like that's like the first one and then the second one is like years later Kyle is like the radio manager at his college and he he books Stan for like their like end of the year like like festival party in the desert and then they that's, bone. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's honestly in the desert. Yeah. That's, that's definitely oh. something that I did. But it. <laughs> oh my god! You're the yeah, best trash raccoon. Putting up with me and my trashy raccoon hands. I think we're all, like, that could, I think, be, like, the other title of this podcast is, like, Trash Raccoons. Yes. Like, we're all I mean, all I think that's a perfect together, note to end this episode on. Finding the best shit. We all in the dumpster together. <laughs> <laughs>